I know I've probably said this before, but you might want to listen to this episode as I share my 2023 forecast for kingdom entrepreneurs. You don't want to miss it. Ready to level up your business and boost your confidence? Just starting a business and overwhelmed with where to start? Don't worry. LaToya's got you covered. Welcome to the Birthin' Big Business Podcast, where budding female entrepreneurs ignite their purpose in the marketplace. Meet your host, LaToya Morris. She's every CEO's secret weapon and every business owner's triple threat. She trains, coaches, and creates strategies by pushing marketing ideas into business money-making solutions. Now, let's push through the marketplace and beyond. And beyond. Hi, this is LaToya Morris, and welcome to Birthing Big Business. If this is your first time, I don't do edits. It's just what it is. If you're back, welcome. Thank you for your support. Um, But without further ado, I wanted to share my 2023 forecast for Kingdom Entrepreneurs. Why did I wait until February? Because I'm a trendsetter? I don't know. No, for real though. I wanted to kind of wait and just um, kind of assess things. I'm very slow to just putting information out there. I try to wait and see what's going on. So this is just my take from observation, from prayer, from just things that I've experienced so far. And some of these things are not just for 2023. Some of these things might be like until. So I just want to go on the record for, for saying that. So without further ado, I'm going to just jump right into it because I got a list here. Um, the first thing that I would say I've seen, and this forecast is definitely something that'll be until, until, you know, you decide you don't want to do it no more or Jesus come back. I don't know. But the in-house system, the quote, in-house quote, so I got my open air quotes, system, the in-house system. What is that? Think of it like a hub. Right now, what I'm seeing is that um, entrepreneurs are going to have to, let, let me give you another example, because I'm trying to articulate this. If, if I have a, um, if I want to hire somebody for a job and I pay them, for their service. They use that money and then they'll pay somebody for a service or product. And then it's recycling, right? And so what I'm seeing is that we really have to manage that in the mar- in the kingdom of God, because, you know, I, it, whether you are either in a physical church or you're a part of the church, which hopefully you are in one of those aspects, um, what you see is that it's only a small group of people that are very successful. The rest is like, there is like living paycheck to paycheck kind of thing or struggling. I really believe that it's because we haven't managed this in-house system. What does that mean? Working together, creating a synergy, creating some type of network. I did an article when I had um, facilitated a financial literacy course with high schoolers talking about how long a dollar stays at the community. I'm pretty sure if you're listening to this, you know about that. And in the African American community, it don't stay in that long, maybe like an hour. I don't know. It's really bad. Well, I kind of see that same thing 
in the body of Christ. It's like, of course, I'm not saying you only shop with believers. That's weird. I'm I'm saying that how how much time and effort do you put into hiring like a family member or a loved one or a, a, a sister in Christ? The who's qualified? My, by the way, I'm not talking about hiring just anybody. There's a lot of people who are actually really qualified that we overlook. We take each other for granted. I had to repent a couple of times because I didn't like working with my fellow sisters in, in Christ and brothers in Christ because they never wanted to pay me. They, they just wanted my services for free or they thought like, oh, I'll sow a seed. No, I have a legit business. And so it's that mentality that we have to break. Oh, I want to go on a record if, if you're new to. I love God um, and I love business. So I kind of merged those two. So, okay, back back to what I was saying, but I forgot to bring that up. But I don't. I see that disconnect. I see that when when a fellow believer is hiring someone else that's a believer too, they kind of discredit or discount the fact that that person is skilled at what they're asking them for. And they almost overlook the fact that they have to eat and that they're spending their time to help you. And that's the reason why whenever I hire anybody, it doesn't even matter. Like even if you're a friend or you say you're not going to hire, you can ask people this too, that I know. If even if I've asked, even if I've picked someone's brain for like 30 minutes, I'll, I'll give something. It's very important that we stop taking each other for granted. And so the in-house system is something we need to consider. You need to think about hiring those in your network, friends, family, within your network, the body of Christ, that sister in Christ over there. Make sure they're qualified, though. I'm going to get into that. But you want to hire them. You don't have to hire a lot of people. And you don't... And when I mean hiring them, like you, they're not on your payroll, but you just consider this this person. Like I have someone who does my paperwork, especially so my company. And one of the things we do um, are business plans. I hate doing business plans. I don't like doing business plans. They're tedious. So I have a con- I contract someone to do my business plans for me. I have a system um, that I use, but they have their own system and they do an excellent job. I don't have to do anything. I pay them and then I still get paid for my company. And they, you know, so it's that synergy. You see what I'm saying? I have someone I hire for like certain design projects. I don't have an eye for design. I don't care how much Canva you got. If if, I don't have an eye for design. Okay. And sometimes I like my stuff to look a little different and not so Canva-y. You know what I'm saying? So the one thing when you're doing this though, Excuse me as I clear my throat. Forgive me. One thing you want to do is make sure that those people that you're considering to be a part of your network add value to your brand and that you add value to them too. Like if you can do something, you know, but you, you want to, they want to, you have to have value added. You don't want it to be a headache. And have a, they, they should have a skill set that you need. Or something that, you know, you can't do or you don't want to do. You're like, I don't want to do that, but I need it. Let me hire this person, you know, or let me work with this person. Another thing, you you know, make sure within the in-house system, we're still in the in-house system. If you don't have a network yet, 
you don't have key people in place. Grow your network. Not too many people, just the right people. You only need about two or three. I don't have a lot of people in my network because they, I know a lot of um, Christian entrepreneurs love them. They are on fire for the Lord, but I would not do business with them. I'm sorry. And they have a business. I still wouldn't do business with them. I'm, 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 I don't play about my business. Anybody that works with me knows that. I love you, but I don't micromanage. So if I hire you for something, I'm not going to like, hey, did you do this? I'm, I'm expecting that if you say you did it this day, you did that day, and I'm not going to worry about it anymore. So you don't need a lot of people. You just need the right people. You should be able to hire one another. <clears throat> Excuse me. Got something in my throat. You should be able to hire one another. Again, I'm not saying like boycott secular businesses or, well, you could be Christian and have a secular business, but I'm not saying like only hire faith-based entrepreneurs or, you know, I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that we go out everywhere else, but then we overlook our sisters in Christ that are sitting next to us, like literally like they're right next to us and we don't even consider them and we need the job done. So we'll go hire somebody else. Um, this is kind of, ooh, this is a good one. So I have a coach who actually, we used to work together. And she had shared with me how she was upset because she was at work. And they had a guest speaker come in who was, um, you know, just talking about, like they were doing a little seminar for the staff. Anywho. Um, one of the managers was like, Hey, maybe we can contract them. And my, my coach who's now a friend, I consider her friend was like, but I do this here. Like they hired her for what they're trying to contract out for. You see what I'm saying? You have people that you're literally next to and you don't even consider them. And this lady is on her game. She is so professional. Actually, I've added her on my network um, for what I need to do, like seminar-based stuff. She's really, really good at that. So look, also, hey, contact me if contact at totalimagecg.com. If you have a business, you're like, hey, LaToya, check it out. Maybe we can network. I'll consider it. I'm not going to make any promises, but I'm just saying I don't need a lot of people. But you want to make sure that those people add value. Okay. So my next one. Oh, this is a big one. Lord help me. Okay. Automate, automate, automate. I hope you guys are grabbing a pen and paper. Automate, automate, automate. What does that mean, Latoya? It means that. As a woman of God, it's very hard to manually do everything. I'm assuming most of you are solopreneurs. Maybe you got a small team. It's still, if you're a small business owner, you don't have a lot of staff to manually do stuff. Imagine how much you got to, we really have to respect time. You don't get it back. It's, it's, It's worth, it's far worth more than you can ever imagine. But automation is key. 
it's key because God wants you to himself. When is the last time you've even sat down and just been in his presence? When is the last time that you actually did a Bible study? When is the last time that you just worshiped the Lord? Is it because you've been trying to run a business and if you have a family, oh my gosh, that's a whole nother thing. But how much more time would you have if you automated? Saving time is key. Why? So it can provide more time with the Lord. You need to provide more time. I was, um, I'm on someone's mailing list. I'm on a lot of people's mailing list. Actually, I need to like unsubscribe, but to some people, but this lady, she was, she was like MIA. So she sees, um, a faith-based business and she helps other entrepreneurs. And she was sharing about how she had to take a break because of like all of the things were going, you know, it's funny that I, I wrote this forecast like a month ago, maybe. And all of these things that I'm mentioning, I've literally seen a couple days ago. God is good. But anyway, she was talking about how like she was basically getting burnt out. That's basically what was happening. She was getting burnt out. And so it's very important. And I'm and I'm going to share in a future podcast about knowing when to refuel. But it's very important to automate things now. If you haven't already, um, I don't know which episode. Oh, my toolkit. Go check out my toolkit. Subscribe and you'll have access to a list of my resources. Some of them I'm an affiliate of, some of them I'm not. But you'll have access to those um, resources that I use that save me so much time. Whether you use it or not, you still need to find time to automate. There was a time when I was doing manually stuff, sending out contracts. It was a lot of headache. Now, I don't even have to remind people to pay me. I have something that automates that's automated to remind them for me. People are like, oh, I'm going to pay you. They're emailing me. I'm like, okay, I didn't send it to you. So automation is going to be key. Next. Oh, Lord. This is, this is, okay. Next one. Extra streams. Extra streams. This is going to be critical. I'm not talking about like investment properties, okay? I'm talking about creating extra streams of income. Especially if you can do like um, passive income. Oh my gosh, like workbooks or something. That'd be key. Because again, time, we're trying to get our time. So that the Lord can speak, the Holy Spirit can move and speak. We got too much stuff going on in, in this world. We need to like really focus our, our attention back on the Lord. So extra streams is going to be key, I believe, this year. My suggestion, something high ticket and something like that's a value price. So you want like a high ticket item where you really don't need a whole lot of people to sign up for it. And then if you had something that was of, of a value, like a value um, offer, like maybe a bundle or something that can move off the shelves quickly because it's a, you know, affordable, competitive, especially in today's climate, economic climate, that'll be really good. Just pray about it. Think about what that looks like. But these, whatever the streams are, these should connect with your personal brand somehow. So I have a course 
Women in Purpose. And at the end of the course, we kind of help you navigate that. But it's important that you can do many, many things. Say you're an author. Say you have a course. Like it should still connect back to you somehow. Like if you know me, you know I'm going to talk about God. I'm going to talk about business. That's pretty much, I'm going to talk about your purpose. Um, You know, we have Bible studies. Like it's going to be somewhere in that. And I minister to women. So whatever you do, you want it to be able to connect with who you are. Um, The next tip I would say Hmm. Okay. So I'm looking at this. I haven't seen this in like months, y'all. So I'm just my first time like actually looking at it again. Search engine platforms instead of time wasting platforms. Search engine platforms instead of time wasting platforms. What do I mean? Some of you are on too many platforms and it is a time suck. I said it first. It is a time suck. And now certain platforms, they don't even want you to have third party management tools now. Remember back in the day, you used to have like Hootsuite or whatever, and you would have like those third party management tools that you can use. I actually um, am an affiliate of Planoly. I think they're great. I haven't really used them, but they're great if you're on Instagram. But you just want to be on the right platforms. But because it's so overly saturated, it is so overly saturated, I feel in my spirit that you should be looking at, and I'm not saying do away with the platforms that you're on, especially if they're working, but just the the ones that aren't working, don't stress yourself out about them. I, I mean, of course, you can still have them up there, but just focus on search engine platforms instead of time wasting platforms. Some of those platforms are Pinterest. I'm just getting hip to, to Pinterest, y'all. I've been sleeping on that one for a while. But Pinterest is not, it's it's not really a social media tool. It's actually a search engine tool, like um a visual search engine, almost like Google, but visual. People go there to search. So if you have like a product or some, even a service, you can utilize that. YouTube, same thing. Search engine-ish. Maybe TikTok, if your audience as young adults, I don't, I'm not on TikTok, but maybe that'll work for you. But definitely Pinterest and YouTube somehow. Um, but I would say pick one or two instead of many and master those. Like pick one or two. And then if you can recycle it or repurpose it on your blog and kind of learn more about SEOs and bring traffic to your site, try to look at that. Don't stress yourself out about it though. Ultimately, any site you're on, it really should drive them to your site. I'm sorry, any social media platform you're on. It should drive them to their to your site anyway. So that's the first thing that you want to kind of look at and focus your attention on. Next, um, and I kind of mentioned this in the network, contract out. Contract out. If you're not able to afford staff, don't stress yourself out. Don't make, don't feel like, oh my gosh, I got to do everything. Like really understand the difference between an employee and a contractor. And then once you understand that, maybe I'll do a podcast on that. I don't know. But once you understand that, then just contract out for those things that 
you need, but you just can't do, or you don't have the bandwidth to do, get some free, you know, get freelancers. Good places would be like Upwork is a good one. And there's some other site, you know, Fiverr is, is hit or miss. It really just depends. If you, if you're using Fiverr and it's working for you, go for it, but really start contracting out. Um, another thing you might want to consider email marketing. I know I just told y'all that I'm gonna have to unsubscribe from some people's only because they either send too many or I just like wanted to follow them for some freebie. Forgive me, Lord. But um, it actually might still work, but I'm going to tell you what you should probably be doing. And I'm going to tell you why I'm going to unsubscribe to some of these because they're not doing this. And so this again, this is just my forecast. I could be wrong, but just just, just walk with me. When you're looking at emails, if you're going to be email marketing, again, my the 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 group that I'm talking to here is mainly service-based businesses. If you have a product base, this won't work for you when it comes to this email marketing system I'm about to show you because you you're selling products, but you could still maybe incorporate some of this in here. But it's definitely for somebody who's service-based. Um, one of the things that, you know, people don't have the attention span, thanks to social media, to read pages of emails like they just it's just too much. And so I want you to start treating your emails more like a mini blog. Instead of being salesy. When I mean mini, I don't mean writing a long page, but I mean, like, you know, just a couple like a paragraph, maybe two paragraphs, like really just making it personal. I want you to build more connections by providing more content content that doesn't mean longer again. It just means like when I'm reading, when you do an email, you have an email list, talk to them like you're talking to a friend. You know, talk to them like if you're sending me me an email, my emails are real short, y'all, because I don't like typing all that stuff, but my emails are real short. But it's like, hey, girl, you know, blah, blah, whatever. Make sure it's in your voice, though. Like, if that's not how you talk, if you've been talking a certain way forever, I'm not saying that you have to say, hey, sis. No, they're going to be like, what's wrong? But, you know, I hope you understand where I'm going with this. Be more personable with people. Build a connection. Don't send too many unless it's like an event or like a reminder of an upcoming event, but just don't be salesy, be personable. Next. Okay. I'm, I'm trying to wrap this up now because I'm going over my time. So offerings and services. So when you're providing your offerings and services, some things you want to look at bundles and packages. Of course, we already know that, but people want deals. We're in a recession. So bundles, packages are great. I see a lot of people with inner circle. I got my little open quotes. Um, inner circle memberships with exclusive access, like stuff like that would be good. Boot camps would be good. Something like that. Now, if you don't have these things, figure out what you have now and see how you can package and remix that. I don't want you to be like so stressed out like, I was like that. Oh my gosh, I'm just tired of creating. I'm tired of creating. I just feel like I'm creating all this, all these products. And the Lord told me, use what you have. I have a lot of, I have two programs, like literally classrooms, you know, use what you have. 
I have a workbook, everything. Use what you have. If you don't have anything, this is the time to start fresh. But if you have something, how can you bundle that? How can you make that work? Okay. Now, for the business owner, I got three more things that you definitely want to do. This is the 2023 forecast for Kingdom Entrepreneurs. Number one, you want to pray and fast. You need more prayer and more fasting more than ever. If you're allergic to fasting, you better pray and ask the Holy Spirit how to direct you. How you fast is your business. But you do want to have a, a you want to build more relationship with God because the Holy Spirit has to lead you, not your flesh. You want to be in his word. In, in, in the word, you want to study more and apply it. Don't just read it just or like, OK, let me read the app. OK, I checked that off my list. No, really develop a relationship with the Lord. And then lastly, know the Holy Spirit and his voice. Why? Because we need direction more than ever when it comes to business. And you're going to need that. You're going to need that more than anything. Amen. So when I say amen, like I did a sermon. But anyway, listen, if that helped you, I just wanted to like encourage you. Sorry, wrong song. I wanted to encourage you and let you know, like, you got this. But we have to be we have to be strategic. We have to be strategic in what we do moving forward. We have to set goals. We have to apply the things that we've learned and we have to work together. Okay, you got this. Bless you.